it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you. I had an awesome interview with Angelita Thomas, and we really had a great discussion about networking, entrepreneurship, just business in general. So I think you're really going to enjoy some of the awesome nuggets that Angelita shared. I really had a great time speaking with her and interviewing her as well. Here's a little bit of her bio. Angelita Thomas is a business coach, strategist, author, speaker, and media personality. She's also the CEO of Key Virtual Professionals. What many would consider nature of being, Angelita Thomas, also known as Angelita the Coach, used her gift and turned it into purpose. From her personal experience, along with knowing firsthand what it's like to be an entrepreneur due to her family history, she made it her life's purpose to assist others in doing the same. Through a supportive structure process, she not only positions clients to live a fruitful life, but she teaches them how to step out of their comfort zone and network and become successful entrepreneurs. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview, and here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandi Taylor, and we have an awesome guest today, Angelita Thomas. Welcome, Angelita. Hey, well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for being on the podcast. I'm super excited to finally get a chance to have you on my podcast and I'm super excited about this conversation. I know, right? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Hmm. Let me see. Most people wouldn't know that I love to crochet. I used to be a big crocheter, you know, back, well, I could say back in the day, but when I was younger, I used to make Afghan blankets and, you know, I still know how to do it. Okay. <laughs> you should, you should do it. I need a blanket. Girl's cold. I know. You know what? It's, it's funny because like, there's like a lot of different things that, um, that I like to do that I know how to do. I just, you know, I tried to, I, at one point in time, like I wanted to do everything. I wanted to do it all. And so it's like, okay, you know, you can't be uh, doing so many things and then kind of like master none of the things that you're doing, you know? So I had to be like, okay, let me, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. But every once in a while I find myself like, hmm, let me be creative. <laughs> be creative. Yeah. Yeah. I know it is kind of hard when you, uh, you're multi-passionate and you have different things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the thing is, is you, you always need to find a focus. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. That way you're not trying to do too many things, but it's okay to have, you know, what I'm learning um, is I really don't have any hobbies per se. So everything is have, has gotten a little bit serious for me. Mm-hmm. And, well, I like movies and different things, but I don't have like any creative outlets, things that I just do that are just for me. I don't do them enough, like right. every now right. and then. So I think it's it's okay, too, to have a hobby or something that you can do outside from work and family mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. else. 
So um, that's something that I'm, you know, one of my goals for this year is just to do more of what I love to do. You know, yes. more fun things, you know, that I love to do. So that's one of my goals. That's good because we do get consumed with business, with business that, you know, we're so focused on that that we forget. So, yeah, definitely. Um, okay. One of the things that I said for 2020 is I was going, I am going to read one book a month. I'm gonna finish it. I'm not gonna start it, but <laughs> and get to the minute and get to the middle. I'm gonna finish it. So my one of my goals is to read one book a month. So now uh, I, you know, I used to try to do those goals, but I'm real with myself. But what I do is I probably could listen to one book a month because I'm an audible person. And I want to read mm -hmm. at least five books this year, but I want to like listen to like one book a month. So that's what I've been working on, just listening to uh, my audio book. But that's the way I do my uh, books. But that's a great okay. goal. Yeah. I'm, I'm being realistic. I'm not really putting too many different things out there to say, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But, you know, I think knowledge is power. So um, that's definitely one thing that if you don't read, I would recommend people to start reading, you know, even if they don't. So that's why I was like, one book a month, I think that I can master that. I think I can. Now, if I don't, it's just pure, I'm not going to say laziness. I'm going to be like, something else consumed me. But, you know, I honestly think, you know, 20 minutes before you get ready to go to bed, you can definitely take 20 minutes out and read at least 20 minutes a night. So that's my goal. That's what I'm going to do. Good. Hold me to it, Brandy. Hold me to it. I, uh, I take in more content listening to it, but okay. I, that's why I said I want to try to read five physical books mm -hmm. this year and then I'll take in plenty. Cause I went through, I think I, I went through about 15 books last year, but it was mostly audible. Okay. See, I don't, I can't say that I've tried to do um, audible books. Maybe something I might test out because I've never like, hey, let me listen to a book versus, you know, let me read it. So, hmm. Yeah, it works. My thing is, you know, like how you're always on the go, you're in a car. Like I know I am. I'm always going somewhere, taking my daughter somewhere, doing something for my business, making runs. And then that's when I listen to my books when I'm um, traveling or when I'm just like, you know, at home, maybe cleaning or doing something. Then I'll listen to them then as well. Okay. Hmm. I like that. I, I like that. Mm -hmm. So thinking about business and everything, tell us a little bit about your business and some of the things that you do. Okay. So I am a business coach and strategist. I assist my clients um, to kind of not to kind of get over fear and level up in business. So a lot of times, you know, you're stuck in one spot or you're stuck in one space and you can't get to the next one. So um, I give you actionable ideas. We talk about different things. I ask you questions to kind of get you um, unstuck and move to the next level. So I like to say, you know, for you to level up in, in business to the next step. Um, one of the things, too, is, you know, I think fear consumes a lot of us. And that is what stops us from doing the things that we want to do because there's some level of fear. Um, and with that being said, fear for the most part is still going to be there. Let's just be honest. Um, but I think that that's okay. That's good because that lets you know that you're on the right track to um, something better or to your per 
um, on your per to your purpose or something uh, greater. So even though, and I and I use an example like one of my fears was flying. I had a fear of flying. You could not pay me to get on a plane. I don't care what you said; it just was not going to happen. Um, so even though I was fearful of it, I still um, believed in my faith a, a lot more than my fear, and I got on that plane and I took that five hour flight by myself. You know. And so looking back at it, I'm like, oh my God, I waited until I was 40 to fly? Like, why? You know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. So that's pretty much, um, that's pretty much, you know, where I am with my clients. Like, I let you know, it's really, the fear is really not as bad as you think it is, you know? Um, once you kind of over, once you conquer it and move to the next level, you're kind of like, oh, that's it. <laughs> you know that's it so yeah. yeah i think fear is is really big for a lot of people um and it's interesting have have you seen how some people okay so they'll be fearful in some areas but they'll flourish in other areas mm -hmm. you know what I mean? so it's mm -hmm. interesting how you're you're so, you're doing so many great things over here but then when it comes to maybe stepping out and like, say, for instance, um, you may have someone who wants to start a business and they may be doing so many different things in their own, in their corporate job and they're stepping out They're you know, really uh, in leadership, doing great things in their corporate job. But then when it comes to stepping out in the business, they're fearful to to do whatever it is that they desire to do with mm -hmm. business. Um, they're worried. Um, what if people won't receive me? What if this and what if that? And they have all these fears. And a lot of times all these things that we think up in our head are just thoughts that we, mm -hmm. you know, some kind of way created ourselves that we made it so much bigger than what it is. Yes, that's it, definitely it. Most of the time, what we thought was going to happen never happens. You mm -hmm. know, so the way we think is going to go, what, like, what, like, like you said, for flying, whatever you thought it was going to be like, it wasn't that way. But in your mind, it was just so terrible. Like, mm -hmm. it was so frightening that you didn't do it for so long. And I think that's what happens a lot of times with entrepreneurs as well. Yep. And what happens is too, is that we have to be, um, we have to be mindful of the things, the, the things that we take in. Um, and what I mean by that is like, for me, I remember my grandmother years ago telling me that she flew to Disney world and she screamed on the plane, like all the way there. And like, she was terrified of flying. So I took her fear. I believe that that was like the start of it. So I took her fear of flying and I brought that into myself. And so now I'm scared of flying. So like all of those years, I remember that conversation of her telling me that she was terrified of flying. And so I'm like, okay, well, if my grandmother's terrified of flying, then I should be terrified of flying, you know, mm -hmm. and the people in my family weren't real big on flying. So Hey, you know, I guess let's let's be scared. So I think that we also have to be mindful of what we take in, what um, other people tell us, and not to um, take that in, take their things in, and put it on us. Because I think that that will also stop us from doing things. So if this person is fearful of, you know, starting a business because A, B, and C, don't take their fear and put it on you and let that be the reason that you also not start a business. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just think we have to be mindful of what we, 
what we let in and what we listen to. So that is very true. I I uh absolutely agree with being mindful with what you take in. And as you know, and what I've really tried to do is all the way around full circle. I mean, uh the music I listen to, mm-hmm. TV, like I don't need to watch too much news, you know, give me the weather yes. and let me keep it moving. <laughs> because if you constantly listen to negativity, then that's what you kind of like attract is negativity. You that's Absolutely. what's in your mind. You're thinking about negative things. And we just really have to be careful. So that's just back to like even, you know, the fact that you're trying to, you know, read more is a great thing. Um, mm-hmm. you know, reading, you know, and take making sure being conscious of what you're taking in. Just a full circle, whether it's content and everything. And and I think too, we really have to learn how to put down these devices as well because we can get so consumed. I think we're yes. so connected to our cell phones, you know. Yes, absolutely. And we're so connected to the world, period. Because you if you think about it, remember when we could go somewhere and we didn't have, you know, a phone. You know, you know what I mean? They just had to wait till you got back or Right. You left a message on the answering machine or somebody wrote down the message for you. And when you got home, you called them back um, if you wanted to or not. Yes. Like people had conversations. You would go out and you and you enjoy each other. You enjoy conversation and, Mm -hmm. you know, you have fun and technology has just overtaken that. You send a text, you can send this. And it's like we haven't even had a conversation in months because of technology. That's really true. (laughs) Awesome. So you help your, uh, your, uh, the people that you work with, your clients to get unstuck. And you said one of the biggest things is fear. What are some of the other things that you work through with your clients? Um, one of my specialty is networking. Um, one of the things is people are, a lot of people don't network. And I always tell them, like, you're leaving connections just out there on the table that you can have. So I definitely um, help people connect, build relationships. I help them also uh, nurture their network. So my networking, you know, that that's right there in itself. That is like one whole, a totally different sector. Um, so you know, just kind of, I also wrote a book called, Are You Ready to Network? And in that book, it's an ebook, it's a short read. But in that book, I um, asked like some coaching questions and I definitely challenge you. And the challenge is to basically start building your network. It teaches you how to start building your network and how to start nurturing your network. Because what happens is, is that you go to networking events and you collect business cards and you're like, oh, like you're so amped up and you're so hyped at this networking event because you done collected all these business cards. Y'all are going to be, y'all are going to, you know, you're just excited about it. But after that initial meeting, people don't know what to do with the business cards. Like they honestly, genuinely don't know how to follow up. And granted, every person that you meet at a networking event that you may follow up with, it may or it may not be a connection, but you have to at least do your part to see um, if a connection can be made. And once that happens, then, hey, maybe we can build. But networking and building connections is something that doesn't happen overnight. It is something that happens over time. So you just got to be authentic. Networking is all about being authentic. 
So what are some tips you would give someone who, because a lot of people struggle with this, you mm-hmm. know, struggle with networking. And I won't say I've 100% mastered it. I think I've gotten better with it. And um, I, when I'm very strategic about it, I can be very good at it. But sometimes um, I can be uncomfortable when I go to events and I don't network as much as I should or Mm -hmm. I don't follow up as much as I should. So what are some tips that you would give someone who's, you know, just having trouble, you know, really putting themselves out there, networking and figuring out what they should do once they even get the business cards? Okay, well, first, I would say when you're networking, don't look at it as, don't go into it as, okay, I have to um, tell them about my product or I have to tell them about my service. Go into network just meeting people. Just meet people. You know, um, have a conversation with people. Networking nine times out of ten is not about you talking. It's really about you listening to what the other person is saying to you. Um, so it's really just going in and just being yourself, not really, you really don't even have to say too much about your business. Of course, some people are going to ask, Hey, what do you do? Um, but it's really just, it's really about listening to what other people are saying, um, and what there is and not pushing, you know, your business off on them. Just have a conversation. That's it. Have a conversation. That's the best thing that I can say is have a conversation. The other thing that's really big that I hear a lot of people say is, the crowds like I don't want to go into a networking event and it's crowded it's you know like that's overwhelming for a lot of people mm-hmm. um I in my book I also talk about that because I remember when I first started networking I walked into this event and it was a crowd of people and I looked and I was like you crazy I turned around and I left because it was so overwhelming it was like wait all these people are already in there they're talking already and this is like oh okay I can't do this But one of the things that I tell people that if the crowd is kind of like what turns you off or the crowd is, is intimidates you. If the networking event starts at six o'clock, get there at five 45, get there before the event starts because it's not going to be a lot of people there. And once you start talking to people, um, you're really not going to see the crowd of people that are coming in because you're already engaged with people. You're already talking to them. So that's one of the things that I always say. If you're worried about the crowd, make sure you get there early before the event starts. That's that definitely, yeah, that's, that's, yes. That definitely decreases the uncomfortable, being uncomfortable and, you know, um, not knowing how to approach people. Yeah. Go early. Go before it starts. So what about the follow-up? Because sometimes I may be good with the follow-up. Like I may email the person after I get home. But what, so you may email them like, you know, within a few days after you get home, just, Hey, drop them a line. But how do you stay connected after you follow up? What's a great, what's some advice you would give for that? Um, You know, a lot of it, that's where that listening, that's where that listening um, comes into play. Um, Prime example, I had a a young lady that I had met um, at a networking event that I hosted. And we, she listened, she listened to what I was saying. Cause at this time, um, I, I think I was um, doing a podcast with, um, two other ladies or I was in transitioning, getting ready to 
start my own podcast somewhere around in there. And so she clearly was listening to what I was saying because not too long after we connected, she sent me an article. She inboxed me and sent me an article about a program that was um, going on. Um, I believe it was in another state, but they were trying to find um, minorities that were looking to start up a podcast. And you could possibly win, um, I believe it probably was maybe six months of your podcast. So it was like a whole article about... Um, everything about what what it all entailed and where it was. So here's my thing. The first thing that I thought of is I was excited that I got that information because I definitely read the article and I looked into it. That was one. Why was I excited about it and looked into it? Because obviously she listened to me and she knew that podcasting was kind of like on on my my top list of things that I wanted to do. Okay. So by sending me that article lets me know that she was listening to what I was saying. And she was nurturing her network. Mm-hmm. So nurturing your network is like um, it's like any other relationship that you have with your friends, with your family. It has to be nurtured. So um, with that being said, that was like one of the things like, okay, I really, I paid attention. She paid attention. So then I follow up with her to say, hey, thanks for the email. You know, thanks for letting me know. Um, about this. So it kind of just, you know, it, it, that's the start of a connection right there. That's the start of a relationship that could be built. Um, the other thing is, is that when you follow up with someone like, hey, it was nice meeting you, um, whatever you put in your follow-up email, and I even talk about um, the things to put in your follow-up email, you can only, everyone's not going to respond and that's okay. Um, I would probably follow up with them one more other time to say, hey, just wanted to reach out um, and make sure that your contact information is in there. Because the other thing is you never know what's going on in someone's personal and business life of why they couldn't reach out to you or why they get they didn't um, they didn't get in touch with you. But at least for future references, if they need to contact you or if they want to contact you, they have your contact information. I think those those are some great tips. So I think that's interesting. So you um, help your clients get unstuck and then networking. And you feel that, do you feel that networking is a big piece that is missing from, you know, some people? Where I do. I do. Um, I do think that is, you know, some people um, have, I think, a great business and they don't network. Um, some people maybe are just the bomb at marketing and, you know, they don't need to network, you know, (laughs) but I think that networking, it's a little bit more personable. You know what I'm saying? I think directly talking to you um, face to face or social media or whatever, I think me doing that is, it makes the relationship more personable to where um, I feel comfortable reaching out to you a little more and you feel comfortable reaching out to me a little more because we've already established something. You know what I'm saying? So I think that regard, no, regardless how um, successful your business is, um, you can always network. You can all, you can always bring value to your, to um, your business by networking. And then, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of, I believe Zig, Zig Ziglar says it. Um, people do business more so with people who they trust. 
you know, mm-hmm. so versus some random person. Some people do business with random people, but then there's people <laughs> who do, you know, some people do. And then there's people who do business with people that they trust. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. You know, people that they like and trust, they're more likely to do business. But like you said, some people do. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, it, <laughs> you know? and it also would depend on what type of business you, you have to, because even with, with some businesses, it may not really be a need. The need is not really there for networking because of the type of business that you may have, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, you know? So, um, Either way, though, for the most part, I think every business can network. If you're a business owner, if you're a small business, and I hate to use the word small business owner because I believe that we're putting people in a box when we say small business owner. But if you're a business owner, I think you can benefit and everybody who is a business owner can benefit with it. So what are some of the other struggles that you find that some of your business clients are having that you coach? Um, fear is definitely one. Um, and then the other thing is possibly thinking they're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they don't think that sometimes they don't think that they are as good as the next business owner or, you know, um, yeah, it could be that they don't think that there is syndrome, like who am I to do this? Or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, like you know, um, she's been, you know, this person could have been doing something for, for 12 years and they're very well known. And so it's kind of like, why would I or why would people, um, you know, connect with me or do business with me? Why not? You know, like I always tell people, don't wait for someone to um, put you on or put you on their platform. No, you put yourself on. You create your own platform. You know, like I tell people, build your own table. You don't need to seat at someone else's table. Build your own table. Exactly. Just as good as the next person. You're just as good as the person who does the same thing that you do. Don't be in, you know, like I'll use event planning. I, I think I use that example in my book. There's so many event planners. Don't be intimidated by the event planners. You could do the exact same thing. But like I tell everybody, What's for you is for you. What's for them is for them, you know? So don't be intimidated by, you know, the 12,000 event planners that are out there. Get right on in the mix with the 12,000 event planners that are out there and do you. Right, right. And that that's just like in the beauty industry, there's a lot of people that, do, that does hair, makeup, yes. all of those things. But I always tell people what separates you from the other person is that, they're not you. Like we're all uniquely different. We mm-hmm. all approach things differently. So just because someone does something that I do doesn't mean that, you know, I can't do it because, you know, there, and then there's so there's billions of people in this world. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be able to service everyone anyway. And there's going to be people who are attracted to me and my style. And there's going to be people that are attracted to other people and so on and so forth. So, forth. so you can't allow that to, hold you back. But I I feel that I think I've even been there as well. Like, I think, you know, um, I've had to tell myself, like, you are enough. Like, it doesn't matter that other people are doing what you do. You're enough and you're uniquely created and you, they're not you. So they're not going to do it exactly the way you do it. 
And that's what makes it different. You put your own spin on it. You put your own personality, your own experience and everything on it. But I, I think that that is true. A lot of uh, business owners do feel that way. And, um, and it can be very, you know, scary, you know, stepping out into entrepreneurship. And so I'm glad, you know, you are people like you and you are um, offering coaching services to encourage people who are operating in business. Yes. Cause we all go through that stage of where we'd say, Oh, I don't think I'm good enough. I've even been through that. Like for someone to say that they've never had that thought. I question you just a little bit. Cause we've all been there like, Oh, I'm not good enough. I don't think I can do it. You know, this person has been in the field, you know, way longer than me. So yeah, we've all, you know, had that talk with ourselves, like to talk ourselves down or out of something. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. So what are you excited about right now? Um, well, I'm excited about 2020. We're in a new decade. Yay. Mm -hmm. Um, this is my first, um, event of 2020 being on your podcast. So that's exciting. Um, I am excited. You know, I think that the things that um, I've done in 2019 has set me up for growth in 2020 and beyond. And so I'm really hoping that people use 2019, the things that they've done in 2019 to elevate them in 2020 and beyond. Um, so I'm excited that um, I have a couple events coming up. I have a vision board and planner party coming up January 18th called Manifest Your Destiny 2020. Um, the vision board and planner party. And then I will also be in Orangeburg, South Carolina um, as one of the speakers for the leadership conference. So like, these are things that again, you know, you do it, it growth. I'm excited. It's growth. <laughs> you know, like I've, I, you know, I've, I've manifested all of these things that are, t that are taking place and transpiring in my life. I've manifested these things. You know, I've been very consistent, um, just very focused on um, just the wonderful things that are, are going to happen and that are happening. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm excited about. And I'm excited um, for the clients that I'm coaching to, that they see like, oh, this is kind of dope. And like they're manifesting their things and they've been consistent and putting growth towards their goals and they can see those things start to manifest for them um, as we speak. So, yeah. Great. So you're having a vision board and planner party. So, <laughs> yes, so that's different because you talk about the vision board and the planner. So well, why did you decide to do them both together? Um, I decided to do them both together because why not? Um, why not create a vision board and planner party? So what it is, is it's basically you get the option. So you get the option to create a vision board or to create a vision planner. Um, and we all know what the vision board is, is we have items on the board and we put them in a location where we can see them. Um, we look at it. We obviously manifest those things, but then you also have your planner and the planner is a 12 month planner that you actually can carry with you. Um, and it has all of those things that you would put on your vision board, you have them in your vision planner. So it's something different because, you know, when we, when you talk vision board or, you know, you see vision board, not too many people are talking about a vision planner, you know, um, 
So it's something different. And it's something that when you're flipping through that planner, you know, if you're keeping notes or you're putting your, uh, um, whatever meetings or things that you have going on on your calendar, you're flipping through that and you're also seeing your vision for 2020 that you're trying to manifest. So it stays fresh in your mind. Um, I think the vision planner would, you know, if you carry it with you 24 or not 24 seven, but if you carry it with you all the time, you're constantly seeing um, the things that you're trying to manifest. If you're keeping your vision board in your office at work, you're constantly seeing it. If you're keeping it at home. So these are just things that you have. Um, and then I thought the vision planner was um, an idea that was just a little bit more fun. Like I said, everybody has the vision board. Eh, let's do a vision planner. Let's do something different. I think you need both because you have to, it's one thing to see the vision, but then you mm -hmm. have to make a plan to achieve the vision. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. my whole thing is that, you know, what I decided to, was to change my vision board for 2020 and I put goals on there that I had plans to achieve this year. So I actually broke it down into quarters and mm -hmm. gave myself goals and plans and wrote it out and then put everything on a vision board. And I just wanted to just be a little bit more deliberate than just putting random things. I really want to plan out things that I could actually execute. Mm -hmm. I think Excellent. Absolutely. A really big thing with it. But I think that's great, though. But I think they need to do both, girl. They need that vision board. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's the thing, though, too, because one of the things is, is you know, and, you, and when you hear vision board, oh, they're like, oh, people are having a vision board. Oh, they're just going to cut out things and they're going to place it on the board. Uh -huh. No, it is my vision board party is not going to happen like that. We, I have a worksheet. We're going to write out, like, intentions, you know, what, let's be realistic here. All right, let's be very right. realistic on what it is that you want to accomplish in 2020, okay? Let's be realistic. Let's talk right. about health. Let's talk about wealth. Let's talk about uh, family. Let's be realistic. Like, what do you want? Um, so, yeah, so, you know, I have, like, a, a whole um, uh, system of how um, the party is going to go, but it's also going to make you think like, okay, let's be realistic. Like, you know, um, what do I want to accomplish just this year? You know, and it's, and I say that because I'm looking at a vision board that I did earlier this year. And I'm, I'm looking at it right now as I'm like, I'm like <laughs> just having to look over. I did it earlier this year, or I'm sorry, earlier last 2019, January, 2019. I'm looking at that vision board and I went to a vision board party and everything. And I'm like, really? I put all that stuff on my board. Like <laughs> I did none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be honest, I did my vision board to look pretty. Okay. Oh, I don't want right. you to do your vision board to look pretty in 2020. Okay. So yeah. So I took my own experience from a vision board and said, okay, we're, this is what we're not going to do. At manifest your destiny 2020 okay we're not going to do a vision board just to make it pretty and yeah i'm over there looking at it and i'm like really i was going there i had no intentions on going to san diego why is san diego on my vision board <laughs> right <laughs> let's right. be realistic i know we're, i wasn't we gotta be realistic yes. you know like i got a picture of a mercedes-benz truck on my um vision board <laughs> realistic yes i do want a mercedes-benz uh truck okay but i knew i wasn't getting that in 2019 <laughs> right right 
that's what I talk about. Like, I talk about that. Like, I that's what I'm all for. Just be real. Like, yeah, realist. It's okay to have goals. It's okay to have a vision. But be realistic. You want to have realistic goals on your board. Mm -hmm. You want to, you know, things that you really are going to commit to. Things that you're really going to work on, and not just a a Christmas list or a pretty board with a bunch of stuff you put on there. Yeah. Yes. Because that's why some people think vision boards don't work. Exactly. Because they're not doing it correctly. They're just throwing a bunch of pictures on the board. Like, oh, this look pretty. Yeah, I want to be rich. Exactly. Put a bunch of money on there, and I'm gonna put a fat man, and I'm gonna get married, put a diamond ring on there. Girl, I, had, I got I had a man on there too. I had a man on my vision board too, you know. But he was an actor. Like, let's be realistic. You're not getting right. that actor. Stop playing. You yeah. know. But yeah, that's exactly the the that's what that's exactly what people think because they're like, yeah, it doesn't work because I put on my vision board what I want. But no, is it, it wasn't realistic. Like, you know, are these actual goals that you're trying to achieve? So yes, that's why people think that vision boards don't work because you're not doing them right. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. You're not doing it right. I absolutely agree. Because I've done that too. And um, that's why I decided to do a new one this year mm -hmm. with my real actual things that I'm going to focus on for 2020 and not just throwing some stuff up there to look cute. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yep. I think so. I think that is great. Uh, so you, so you're what I would call a serial entrepreneur. So tell us about some of the other things that you're doing. Okay. So, um, uh, so you know, one of the things as I, you know, as I talk about manifestation and manifesting the things that you want. Um, so with that, um, I always wanted to be a speaker. I always wanted to be an author. Um, and so these are things that I were, I was able, able to accomplish in 2019. So I had my first public speaking engagement in 2019, um, at a conference called rise to power, which was amazing. Um, and it's funny because thank you. And it's funny because like, you know how you have like these things. I'm like, I don't see myself speaking in front of people because I'm just that nervous and I'm just that scared. Like who's going to come and listen to what I have to say, you know? Um, but you'd be surprised. People want to hear what you have to say, um, especially if you're speaking like from the heart and especially if you're speaking from a place of truth, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so what I'm speaking about, um, uh, what I was speaking about was a place of, hey, I've had experience here. I know this. Um, it's a process you have to get through um, to get to where you want to be, you know? And that depends on how serious you are. So. Um, I was able to launch, you know, my speaking, uh, the speaking part of my business, um, which will also lead me to Orangeburg, South Carolina. Like I said, um, this year in March, I'll be speaking at the leaders conference. Um, so I'm excited about that. It's a two day conference, uh, March 12th and 13th, I believe, um, in Orangeburg, South Carolina. So I'm excited about that. And then I also, um, wrote published author, um, I wrote a book called Are You Ready to Network, which I go over in there. I tell you about how I started networking, you know, and how, you know, the, oh, I can't do this because it's too many people, the nerves, the fear, all of that. Um, I talk about how networking allowed me to be on, um, I, for a year and a half, almost two years, I was on um Praise 102.7. Now it's called the Praise Network. They've changed it, but I was on there. I was able to co-host a show um, on the on Praise 102.7. And I met the gentleman networking. 
Okay. Then I also talk about another gentleman that I met networking, um, which allowed me to be on the board of his not, I, I was on the board of his nonprofit organization. So, you know, I give you my, my, what my tips, but they act, they work, y'all. They really work. <laughs> you know, they really work to where you can connect with some really dope, amazing people and just like collaboration. I think um, you meet the right people, a collaboration is great. So um, I talk about networking in, in that book. So, you know, yeah. So everything thus far that I wanted, I, I did the work. Um, I was, I stayed consistent even when, um, people doubted me and still people still doubt me to this day. You know, even when people doubted me, you know, it, I still stay consistent and still, um, did what I want to, because you have, we have to understand that, um, I'm such a firm believer and you can't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. If I said that right, or I don't know if it's the other way around, <laughs> but you know, you just have to be careful about, um, what you about your good news about sharing your good news with people because you have to understand that people are not going to be as excited for you as you are for yourself and when you're telling people your good news and you're all excited and you're like hey i have all of this going on and their responses that's nice that could really hinder someone and stop them they're smacking the growth process of getting to where they're trying to get because with a response like that, it kind of tells people, oh, well, you know what? Now you're second guessing yourself. Maybe I'm not good enough. You know, maybe I shouldn't do this, you know? So um, keep your good news to yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Until it, until it is done, until it is out there. Right. Um, because let me tell you, nobody is going to be excited about you like you are. So um, whatever yeah. you want to do, you can people do it. Move, you need to, people need to start making more of their moves in silent. I've been yes. doing that as well. Yes. Like just, you know, just making more moves in silent and not announcing everything all the time and then letting them see when it happens, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was one of the things like, um, you know, I started, I also started a t-shirt line um, in 2019. Um, along with, you know, like I said, becoming an author and a speaker, but I just put it out there when it was done, you know, here's my book. I'm now an author. Here's, you know, where you can purchase it at. Here's my t-shirt line. Here's where I'm speaking at. Like, I just put it out there. There is no more coming soon. No, I put it out there when it's done and, you know, when, when I'm ready to launch it. So I have a couple of other things that I'm working on but I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to put it out there when it's done, you know? <laughs> I think that's a great way to do it. I yeah. think that's a great way. Or just having people that are in your corner that you know you can talk to and Absolutely. now those are people that you share things and get feedback from. That's why I think it's great to have like a mastermind group or mm -hmm. a group of people you can connect with and you can share those things with. And then that way, you know, other, you don't have to feel the need to post it everywhere and tell everybody yes. or, or worry about what other people say. Cause sometimes I've had like, even when, I remember when I started the podcast, somebody said to me, well, you're doing so many things already. Why are you going to start a podcast? You know, and I was like, because I'm an <laughs> and I make my own schedule. Exactly. That's the benefits of being an entrepreneur that you can make your own schedule. So I'll schedule it around my availability. Mm -hmm. But I had to bounce back from that because I'm like, don't put my, your fears on me. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. 
yeah and so some so sometimes that's what people uh will do well i think you you know i think you're on the right track um i want to congratulate you i know you're going to be doing so many more awesome things in this new year and um so i think it's an awesome thing that you're doing with your business and everything and um so much you're welcome and so i want to get to the to the last questions that i like to ask everyone who comes on the podcast so my first one would be, how do you define success? Um, ooh, that's a good question. How do you define success? I think that um, success is you. Um, it is what it is that you put out to do um, in your life. Um, if you achieve it, even if you come close to it and you did it authentically and you didn't give up, that's success. To me, success isn't money. Success is what you do in life, what you achieve and accomplish. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. No wrong answer. And so we did talk about, we started off talking about books. You say you're going to read a book every month. Yes. So tell us what's your favorite book or what book you're currently reading right now. Okay. So I do not have a favorite book. I'm excited uh, to read this book. Um, it's actually called Cracked But Not Broken, Seven Self-Principles for Discovering Your Extraordinary Worth and Value. So this book is by Adam H. White III. He's actually local. He's here in Michigan. Awesome. So this is uh, my first book of 2020, Cracked But Not Broken. I like it. I like it. Right, <laughs> but not broken. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So what are your uh favorite tools that you use to operate in business? My favorite tools, um, hmm, Google Drive is my best friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Google Drive is my is my best friend. I love Canva. Me too. <laughs> love, 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 love Canva. Um Sideline um, is good for um, having a business line on your cell phone. Okay, so you know you don't have to give out your personal your personal number. So I, I definitely like my sideline. Um, let's see. I think those are probably like my favorite, my top three, my uh, top three tools. Awesome. So tell us, what's your message that you would like to leave to the world? My message that I would like to leave to the world is enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. Don't focus on the things that you can't change. Focus on the things that you can change that are like the bomb. Um, and walk in your purpose. Find your passion and walk in your purpose. Great stuff. Great stuff. Well, Angelita, it's been awesome, awesome uh, connecting with you um, today. Can you tell everyone how they can find you online? Um, my website is www.coachangelita.com. Um, and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Angelita the Coach. Awesome. And I'll make sure I add all of your links in the show notes. Thank, thank you so you. much, Angelita Thomas, everybody. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And that's all we have for you today, everybody. And make sure you stay great. And we are out. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. 
please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also, email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at exquisitelooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.